Whoa, hold it there. Let's take a quick break to pay some bills. This episode is proudly sponsored by the patrons on Patreon. Join our Patreon, guys, and get access to hours of unreleased bonus content. We have our $1 tier, a.k.a. the kingdom of our Patreon. And the reason why we do this, it gives you access to our main podcast shoutouts and bonus podcasts. Not only that, you also get access to our Discord server. And then we also have our $5 tier where you get all the above and plus access to ask us questions via our Discord. And last but certainly not least, we have our $10 tier which gives you access to weekly vlogs and exclusive VIP access to any future events that we will be holding. So join our Patreon today, guys, and support us and the podcast. All right, look. Look. I've had a long fucking week, okay? That's why the episodes didn't persist after the last episode that we did. Give me a fucking break. Respectfully. But we here. We here. I'm about to spin the fucking clip tonight. I'm about to spin the fucking block tonight. There's a lot of stuff we gotta talk about, so fuck it, boy. Let's get into it. My pistol gonna bleed the streets. How I'm feeling. Mask on my I want that night to To stay ahead in this bitch yard. Drink serve like it's liquor. Street life, I have you going to the guy quicker. Cigar, AK 40 to your liver. If y'all don't know, y'all better pay to 21. So much bread, I'm a gymnast. Made so much money, I'm a dumbest. I'm a dumbest. Yeah, gang. Outside, and he got a double R. Drop it outside. Check the weather, and it's getting real. I'll be outside. I'ma drop this shit and have these pussies dropping like some motherfucking type of nigga that can't look me in the eyes. I despise when I see you. Better put that fucking pride to the side. Many times, many times, I survive. Beef is live. Spoiler alert: This nigga dies. And you know the weed sticky. My finger itchy. Like the leaves, hickeys. Your shooter's iffy. A street punk can never diss me. I come straight up out the six and we don't spend no sixes. I fuck with her and fuck with her and her. I hit up her till it fill up her for sure. Voodoo curse, it got him while I flew the Turks. Know the dogs had to hit him where we knew it hurts. Gang shit, that's all I'm on. Nigga 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 gang shit, that's all I'm on. Gang shit, that's all I'm on. Gang shit, that's all I'm on. They killed this track, boy. Gang shit, that's all I'm on. Little bang, bang, little bang, bang, till his brains hang and his mama sang 
and a pastor say, and a bullet say, and a chopper say, and a choir say, I want everything. Jacob charged me for a 54 tennis chain. U.S. Open had it on a set the tennis game. Tell the coach don't take me out, I like to finish games. Am I pen insane? Am I menacing? There's like 80 of us now, that's a scary thing. Shit they doing on that other side, embarrassing. We in Paris with it, honey cares with it. All this shit is for my son, cause he's inheriting it. The young metro don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you. If you don't fucking think that 21 Savage and Drake fucking body knife talk, then you're fucking smoking dick. Because knife talk is possibly one of the best Drake collabs out there in the modern day century. Now, now, arguably, arguably, there's a lot of Drake featured songs that could contend with knife talk. But I'm talking about current Drake, the current status of Drake, that the Drake that gave us certified lover boy. And honestly, never mind. Best Drake. Best Drake. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, okay. Listen, I'm kind of biased because as a young man, I really did not fuck with Drake. But growing up into my adulthood, I'm really starting to fuck with Drake. Like, like it's crazy. I don't know where this, like, undeniable urge. You know what it came from? It came from me listening to Certified Lover Boy. I don't know why, like, Certified Lover Boy is overhated, in my opinion. It is overhated as one of, what, granted, compared to his other bodies of work, you know, the uh, collab album he has with Future, um, Scorpion, oh, fuck it. I even like, on, not honestly, never mind, but uh, what's the, what's the, what's the uh, album with him with the blue sky and him looking away, look like a normal light-skinned nigga? That album, it doesn't contend with a lot of, uh, and, and Take Care, we can't forget about Take Care, Take Care is arguably, arguably one of Drake's best albums, let's put that out there, let's be fucking real, because if you, if you tell me what's your number one Drake song, a lot of people, especially if they be like, do some version of Heartache, like, hold up, it, it kills me, because I can't remember the song name. But it's like it's the, it's the it's the cups in cups in the rose. I got bitches in my old phone. I should call one and go home. I've been at this club way too long. The woman that I would try, she happy with a good guy. I know this so much, but I'ma call it anyway and say, say it with me now. Fuck that nigga that you love so bad. I know you still think about the times we had. One more time, say fuck that nigga. I think think you found 
And since you picked up, I know he's not around. You can't tell me Drake didn't eat on that fucking track. And then when he started, he started chopping, nigga. He said, I think I'm addicted to naked bitches and sitting talking about bitches. What? That man was chopping. He was chopping for the streets. I don't know. That that was some mad Drake glaze I just got off my fucking chest. That was nasty. That was that was some nasty dick riding I just got off. Oh my god. It's still gonna bother me because I can't figure out figure out the name of the fucking song. Let's see, let's see. Shout for me, cool love. Marvin's room. How could I forget that? The name of the song is Marvin's Room. Everybody done jam Marvin's Room at some point in time in their adulthood life. If, if if you don't know what the fuck Marvin's Room is, fuck out of my face. You too young. You a little kid. The fuck are we doing? No, really, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> welcome. Welcome. <clears throat> welcome back, guys. To another episode of the Entangled Thoughts Podcast. Oh, that was lovely. Let's try that again. I'm your host, Poetic. Oh, I fucked that up. I had I had something. This okay. Let's try that again. Welcome, 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 welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Entangled Thoughts Podcast. I am your host and your favorite promiscuous boy, Poetic Justice, here as humbly as I can. And this is the podcast where there ain't no hoes, but uh, we do think out loud. Yes, yes, yes. If you're listening to this on the streaming platforms, go ahead and give us a full five-star rate and review what that does helps us move up in the algorithm helps us get discovered by more listeners uh, guys look we're trying to put on this live show for y'all i'm trying to put on this live show for y'all the best way that you can do that is share the podcast that and like another one way to share is actually pressing the goddamn share button because why the fuck not why 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 are you holding out on me gang why are you doing that i thought we was fam i thought we was slimes Share the fucking podcast, okay? Respectfully. Um, another great way for you to support our podcast is hop up over, hop over to the Patreon, guys. Guys, listen. Let me tell you about a place. A place that's free of judgment. Free of scrutiny. Join the Patreon, guys. For just a dollar a month, you get access to about 30-plus bonus, bonus episodes of content. Look, look, I know I've been slacking on the uh, Patreon episodes, but, like, the day this episode released, which should be Monday, today should be Monday when this comes out, y'all also getting a Patreon episode. I'm going to do better on my Patreon because life be life and sometimes, gang, and we're going to talk about it. <laughs> life be life and bro. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, go ahead, do it. Do that for us, guys. It's a great way for you to support our podcast. <sighs> And guys, also, shout out to today's sponsor, the Anchor app. If you don't know about Anchor, Anchor is the best way for you to broadcast your own podcast. But more on that later. 
Guys, I know y'all probably on your way to work or school, but just remember, I love you. You are loved, and have a good day at work, school, sweetie. Mwah. Yeah. We, we still cleaning it up. We still cleaning it up. I got to make it sound my own. Can't, I can't be copping it off the dime shirt. <sighs> Can I get some more glaze off? I'm just I'm just get a little bit more glaze off then then we gonna we gonna get into us okay. Dom Sharp, and and this is my professional podcast opinion. Dom Sharp is seemingly becoming one of the biggest names of podcasting, and the fact that he's been able to do so as a solo caster is. Fucking amazing. This man is hosting an OVO EXO night in his own fucking city. I can only dream of hosting an OVO EXO night. Now, granted, I don't know that many Drake songs. I can't name his entire discography. I feel ashamed when I go out and the bitches is out and I like they singing a Drake song that I, I I don't know. I can't I can't battle word for word and I can't get into it because Another reason I love Drake, because the bitches love Drake. That's why. If you want me to keep it a buck, the bitches love Drake. You, you can, there's not, there's not almost, not a female love. You can't put on some Drake. You're like, ooh. If she listened to Drake, she'll let me slut her out. That's, that's, that's what, that's what the consensus is. At least. <laughs> that's what the consensus is. Not because. I know I talked about it before, but I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna talk about it again. Drake has a special part. Drake has a special. Oh, words are fucking killing me tonight. Drake has a special place in the hearts of women. Something about when certain women hear his music, and they be like, "Oh my god, this is Drake!" Ah. Without it, bro. Drake is also a slimy nigga. Let's 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 keep it a buck. Drake is a slimy man. Like y'all y'all remember a couple months ago that story came out when he like he flew somebody's wife out and basically fucked them and then ruined their entire fucking marriage. Drake is a fucking slime. But we love a toxic king, do we not? I remember one time. This is how much of a whole a chokehold Drake has on the community. I was walking in the Woodlands Mall, you know, lifing. I walked into a a shoe store. This girl had Drake blasting on the speaker. I don't know who the fuck. I'm pretty sure this was a one of the women cashiers. She had Drake blasting on her speakers. And you know what Drake song she was playing? Jaded. She was playing Jaded. And the only reason I know about Jaded is because of Dom Sharp. <laughs> it is like using me, dipping out on me already. Got what you needed, I guess. <laughs> yes, I'm Tori. Yes, I'm Jaded. Song about Georgia Smith. Jake is a Drake is a slimy man. The most the most slimy of slimiest maneuvers. But again, we love a toxic king. Alright. How was y'all week? Was everything fruitful for you? 
Did you level up your life? How you living? Mm. Oh, word. Damn. If you actually responded, you're a fucking dumbass because I can't fucking hear you. <laughs> nah, 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 but for real. Um, let's talk about my week. Life's full of tales and stories, but it's those stories with the fine eye character. This week's being fear. Fear is a is arguably a feeling that we all feel at some point in time. What is fear? Fear is the emotional response. Is a I'm not going to say the. It's a emotional response to trauma. Some people act in fear as in a fight or flight situation. Some people do it because actually emotional scarring. This this past week, I came to the realization that I'm a pussy. I hate it. I fucking hate it. And you know, you know what's the fuck most fucked up part about this revelation? Is I've always known that I've been pussy, but it took it took a real life situation to happen for me to remind myself that I'm 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 a fucking pussy. I I have no problem admitting it because you know why. I'm gonna fucking change that, cause I hate I hate I hate the feeling of feeling pussy, like like you're a bonafide bitch. So let's get into it. Let's rewind the clock back to last week. I do as one does. I go like came home from work, had a good day, started um started getting ready for my nightly activities. Usually on Tuesdays is Taco and Tequila Tuesdays downtown. Five dollar tacos. I'm with it. I'm here, Gango. Let's do it. Go downtown. Go get me some tacos. My favorite place to go is UHP's very own Taco Tuesdays. Right held right at uh Chris's tailgate. If y'all ever need a place to go on a Tuesday night, that's the place to be. They got karaoke and the after party starting at twelve o'clock. Go crazy, broski. But also beware it is hot as fuck. So get geared up. Now heading to downtown. Get to downtown park my car and I'm I'm ready. I'm ready and active. Now usually when I get downtown, specifically midtown, I like to do my laps. My laps around because a lot of stuff around midtown, like a lot of bars and stuff, you know, I like to scope out scenes. So I'm like I do my little lap around before I, I get to Christian's tailgate. Stop by Wonder Bar, Unicorn Disco, um what's that place called? Dogwood. Stop by Dogwood. And like, just just scoping out the scenes. After I'm done with my little lap, come to la calle. Best fucking tacos. Get 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 some. I get like five burrito tacos. Nice and cut. Love that for me. Go to Christian's tailgate. By the time I get there, they usually start a karaoke. Okay, cool, great. Got a friend there. 
she karaoke. I said karaoke. Well, she does do karaoke, and she fucking can sing her fucking heart out. Like, God damn, you don't got to make me look insignificant with your amazing ass voice. Why you got to be perfect? Nah, we got to bring you down with the rest of us. Because if I can't sing, none of y'all, none of y'all better. That's <laughs> why you like you know the most fucked up part part about karaoke. There's some people that can actually sing, and they I'm gonna talk about they be singing like they got some they got some shit they need to get off their chest. And then I just immediately get the thought, I don't want to go after that because. Oh, you got all these nice ass singers over here belching their fucking guts out, and then you have my dumb ass screaming into a fucking mic. That's not appealing. That's not sexy. Why'd I do that? Don't want that in life. Whatever. So I get there. You know, I I, I see my regulars, my my regular people. I, I jam up, turn up with whatever, dap them up. We start chopping it. And then, like, I'm talking to my bartender friend. And, it, like, she's urging me to do a song. I was like, okay, you know what, Gango? I got it. I got it. You ain't got to say nothing but a word. Get up. And, like, you know, because my, my bartender friend requested the song, it was only right that I sing Bartender by uh, T-Pain. She bought us drinks. To drink, we drunk him, got drunk, and now I know she thinks I'm cool. Shaban. I can't sing to save my life, but I sung this song. I was I was going to sing this song with all the girth within my heart. So, this is where I fucked up. DJ calls my number. Oh my god. A lot of phlegm. Okay, there we go. The DJ calls my name for the song. Now, I don't know. It was one or the other. Hopefully the first one. But I had my phone either inside my back pocket or I left it on the counter. One of the two. One of the two. Take it as you will. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, okay. (coughs) Oh, shit. (coughs) That was nasty. I just just coughed in y'all fucking ears. I apologize. Why I do that? Mm -mm -mm. So, either in the front... Either on the counter or in my back pocket. One of the two. I think it was in my back pocket. And I think, first of all, let's, there's certain aspects we got to talk about. I don't know if y'all listen to episode, what, episode 84, but the homeless problem downtown is getting worse. I don't understand how and or why, but it's getting intensive, intensively worse. Like, these homeless people are starting to become aggressive. And I don't got a problem with their aggressiveness because, again, you're fucking homeless. I got more meat on my bones than you do. I can, I'm confident I can fight off several 
malnourished homeless people. Cause, but then again, these motherfuckers don't got nothing to lose. They don't. If they go to jail, that's a that's a that's a win for them. They get three square meals, a roof over their head, a place to sleep. That is a win for them. I can't scoop down to that level. I don't want to scoop down to that level. You're a you're a scourge on human society. You take a shit in the streets. I take a shit in the toilet. Me, you are not the same. We not. So, I think he I think he walked by and like slipped my phone out of my back pocket. At least at least that's what I'm telling myself. Slipped it out of my back pocket. DJ calls my name up for the song. All right, bet, say less, I'm with it. I get up, sing, sing bartender, because that's my shit. Friend recorded me. Actually, actually, this is about to be cringe. This is about to be cringe as fuck. We're going to play, we gonna play some audio for me singing. <laughs> is that cringy? Yeah, that's that's mad cringy, my guy. That is mad cringy. Oh shit. You know what? I'ma just I'ma just section out her name. See, I didn't think about this, but I think I think it's gonna be funny. Alright, let's see, let's see, let's see. I loved it. Yada yada yada. Oh no. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Here we go. Oh. This hurts me. This hurts my soul. Why am I doing this? For content. That's why. That's why we're doing this. It's about to be some nasty work about to be delivered. I don't care. I don't got I don't, I don't got no sense of shame. <clears throat> Turn this up. If the fucking video plays. If it don't play. I thought it'd be here better. Okay, you can't fucking hear me, but that, that's the video. That's the video. I was killing it. I was killing it. My personal professional opinion, I was killing it. So, got done singing the song, came back to my seat. Whilst I came back, okay, let me explain where I was because a lot of people are, I'm thinking a lot of people are thinking how the fuck did a homeless person steal your phone? I, so they have like a little patio area that's very open and it's, Compared to the heat that is inside their building, it's significantly more cooler. And that's where I was. Now, with that being said, let's continue. I get back to my spot. I'm like, I'm looking for my phone. Like, where the fuck is my phone? I'm checking my pockets. I'm looking around to see if I placed it. I left it anywhere. That bitch is nowhere to be found. Did it fall? Check behind the seats. It wasn't there. What the fuck is going on? Luckily, my bartender friend, she hits me like, hey, do you want me to just 
hit the find my off iPhone. I was like, yep, you know what? That's a good idea. That math is mathing. Uh, I could use the play sound function and I could find a lickety split. Go to find my iPhone. My phone is two blocks away. Oh no. And then she's like, damn, a homeless nigga probably stole your phone. And I'm just like, fuck. Why? Why me, God? Now I was like, I was like, all right, bet. First I was at first I was just gonna let it go. Like, alright. My phone's stolen. The fuck am I gonna do about it? I don't know where this homeless person is. I don't even know who, what it what they look like. So 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 so. Get up. I start I start I start pondering about it like damn. I really want my phone back because like I spent money on that phone. I pay that phone bill monthly. Why are you doing this to me, guy? Fuck you, guy. That, that's that's why. Fuck you. Oh, piece of shit, ass nigga. Anyway, so I was like, all right. I asked her, "Where's my phone?" Because she like she kept she kept the um, the find my iPhone thing. She was like, "Bro, this nigga is making circles around the area." I'm like, oh, so he gonna come back to the scene of the crime? Perfect. I'ma just sneak him. Simple as that. I'ma sneak him. Long story short, we ended up tracking my phone to the very home of the homeless. I'm talking about the the most concentrated area of homeless people I'd ever seen. And like I'm talking about this bitch was thick. It wasn't like like maybe like two or four. There was there was droves of these niggas by the by the tens. So I counted at least at least eighty plus homeless people. I'm like, fuck. Now as a man, I gotta make a decision. Luckily my friend got off of work early and she was willing to track my phone with her. I said, y'all, y'all know what the fuck I'm trying to say. This is where bitch-like tendencies come in. Because as a man, and this is this is not to be... Okay, this is going to sound sexist. I have no problem. This is going to sound sexist, but like it's a good sexism, at least I think. Let me know. As a man, I do feel a certain kind of way for blatantly putting a woman in inverted danger. Because anything could have happened while we went out. Anything. And we're dealing with 80 plus homeless people. And I have a nice, very attractive young woman who's not coked out. Not mythic. Whoa. Words are beating my ass tonight. Not missing any teeth. Two of us. Two of us. Only 80 of them. Bro, the math is not mathing. So, I'm ready. I'm ready to scrap. At this point, I done went through the trouble of walking around, tracking the guy that track that has my phone, trying to find him, 
and I'm ready. I'm ready to throw fucking hands. First, first nigga I think has it is getting snucked out. So, again, I have my friend friend with me. We're looking around, go to block the block, and we track my phone to the Greyhound station. Now we've narrowed down. We've narrowed it down from the eighty till about like maybe ten. There's ten direct homeless people right in front of the Greyhound station. One of these niggas got my phone. So how bad? Like I'm trying to do this one and done because I feel as though, and they've been they, like we we talked to a couple people, which that's, that's where we fucked up. We should have just stuck found. We should have. Got the information, found one, and just snuck his ass. Just jumped his ass. And then just left. Because I feel as though these homeless people, they ride for each other. Even if they don't fuck with each other. Which is dangerous. Because, like, if we, if I sneak one of these homeless people and I beat his ass. Because that's definitely what's going to happen. 79 plus homeless will be surrounding me. Don't want that in life. And plus, I have a, again, I have a very attractive young woman. At this point in time, it's not even about the fucking phone. I have to protect her. God forbid something. I'm not going to, as a man, I'm not going to allow something to happen to her. So my heart, my heart started beating. My heart go like, I'm ready for anything. I'm ready to scrap at a moment's notice. Because again, at this point, it's not even about the fucking phone. Now, I just have to get us out this situation. Or at least get her out. And then, like, I just come back and I square up with these niggas myself. That's where I'm feeling like. I'm like, yo, basically told her, let's cut our losses. I just lost the phone. It's fucking whatever. And she's like, and like, bro, I, I need friends like her in my life. Because she's like, nah, fuck that. She was, she was, she was hype with me. She's like, nah, fuck that. These broke ass niggas stole your phone. Nah, we gonna, we gonna run the hands with it. Like, baby, baby girl, baby girl. I love your feistiness. It's spicy. I like it. Delicioso. But I gotta protect you. You my priority right now. So let's fucking leave. Get you back to where you need to be. And um, I'll just come back and I'll deal with it myself, as a real nigga should. <sighs> Took it back, and I'm just sitting here, thinking to myself, I'm a man that avoids confrontation at all possible aspects. I feel as though confrontation, direct confrontation, meaning fighting should only be used as a very last resort. I'm not the type of nigga to get riled up about anything in particular unless unless it directly affects me or the people that I care about. But this shit upset me. I think it upset me more because I had I had her with me and like I felt and like none of these niggas were like None of them were being, like, any kind of way towards her, thankfully, because I, I had to fuck a nigga up. But it's the thought of. And I remember my state of being while whilst being at that Greyhound station. 
My knees were buckling. Hands were shaking. And it was at that very moment I realized that I'm a fucking pussy. You know what? That's 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 what that's what sound we need on this soundboard. The twenty one savage, you a pussy. Like is it? that's a perfect sound. That's a perfect sound. I'm gonna get that on a soundboard. But uh, I went home thinking that I was a pussy. Cause like usually in tense situations like that. The same visceral reaction happens. The knees started buckling. I, I, my, my throat becomes dry. I get a little, I get a little anxious, and I'm just, I'm just waiting for something to pop off. And like, I feel as though as a man, my will needs to be strong. It needs to be unshakable. And if there is to be a scrap that happens at the drop of a note, at the drop of a hat, I'll be ready for it without hesitation. But this was full of hesitation. It was full of bitch assery, as you would say. So got home and I started thinking about it. I started thinking about the state of mind and the state of being. And then I remembered the words of the great, late, and great Will Smith. Will Smith has this movie with his son called After Earth. And in the movie, the whole, the whole movie's theme is do not misunderstand. Danger is very real. But fear is a choice. I made the conscious decision to choose to be scared in that in that particular moment. I was scared for myself. I was scared for the young woman I had beside me because, again, these niggas have nothing to fucking lose. And everything to fucking gain from either robbing us, mugging us, which I guess I, I guess is kind of the same thing. Taking her and R-wording her. Again, 79 of them. Two of us. The math is not mathing. By myself, I can solidly, I think I can take at least five homeless people. At least five. By myself. But the more that's the moral of the story, guys. Danger is real, but fear is a choice. You can either live your life based on fear, or you can stand up in adversity to it. Bars. I feel like it felt like bars. That felt like bars to me. All right, all right, all right. This point in time, you usually have one asshole to another, but like, fuck it. I'm a, I'm gonna spin the clip on some other stuff real quick. Then we, then we gonna go into like topics and all that extra shit. So started both jobs this week. That's fun. 
um, I work at two restaurants now, which is a weird, weird thing, I guess. Uh, first restaurant is where the this is the one I've been working at most recently. It's been an interesting week, and I'm gonna tell you why. Um, first of all, got to meet my coworkers. Um, that's interesting because my coworkers, I've learned that there's two different working crews at this restaurant. And like tomorrow's, I guess today, today's the official opening of said restaurant. So I'm going to feel a kind of way, most definitely. Um, it's the opening, right? <laughs> Fuck, I'm about to be. Okay, let me, I can, I, I can describe a little bit of what, what I do. Uh, I'm a bartender. Yeah, that's the thing. I be bartending, which is a scary thought because I'm responsible for giving people alcohol, and that's weird. I don't know how I like that, but anyway, there's two distinct crews, and I'm trying to figure out which crew I like more, at least for the front of house. For the front of house of the restaurant, we're going to call them Crew A. Crew A is typically uh, a younger crew. Uh, they range between the ages of like 17 and 22, somewhere within that age gap. And they typically, I think it's weird how he schedules them all together, but it is what it is. I'm pretty sure I. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So something funny. Uh, couple of my coworkers found a podcast and like this was like within the week of us like meeting each other and conversing and stuff which again superbly weird because now I have a thought that like damn what if they listen to this episode I talk a lot of shit as is I'm about to talk some shit right now actually but um they just come like <laughs> I'm just dreading those, like, so I heard your podcast. <laughs> like, like, oh, that wasn't too- <laughs> Bro, I don't really care about my coworkers finding my podcast. Actually, that's that. the ages between 17 and 22 is the perfect demographic for my podcast. That's the people that listen to it more than anything. But, um... I just want, I don't want the managers to find out that I have a pod because a lot of, I feel like so a lot of this shit I will be talking will most specifically be about them. Because that's just how I feel. <laughs> that's just how I feel. Like, I feel like they're going to be problematic. But no. So yeah, the first crew seventeen to twenty two, which isn't a problem. Um, I'm barely twenty three, turning twenty four, but it's very easy to tell that uh, some of them they still have life to live, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, again, they're young; they they still have to live through life. A lot of them is their first serving job, so all the more power to them for their growth. The uh, crew B. We'll call them. It's a little bit older, more experienced. Uh, they've they've been working in the industry at least two to five plus years, and they know what they're doing. They're very fluent with serving and and our personal relationships, and 
they're more mature, which is also cool. But at the same time, if I want to be silly, like I, like I'm pretty sure one of my coworkers, she has a video of like uh, of us doing our training throughout the week, and then like you see everybody partaking in the food. They're 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 taking down their notes. They're getting visceral reactions about how they feel about the food and and how they're gonna be able to relate it to the guests. And then she turns to me, and I'm just over here being weird like like that's what it is i'm I'm being weird because why the fuck not this is the perfect time oh but yeah so i'm very i'm very intrigued to really get to know this uh group of people or both 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 grew a and crew b uh because i feel like yo this is where i'm going to hone my skills of being a bartender or miserably fail and they demote me to a server but whatever we will see. Tomorrow I'm by myself. Act, uh, I'll do that after pod. I'll do that after pod. Um, yeah. So, here's what I realize about working here. Off rip. I got the feel. I got the. You know, I got the feeling when I interviewed. That's when. That's where the feeling started, because. Oh, uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, <laughs> I just got a text. I just got a for the stripper bitch. She went, <laughs> nah, 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 that's, that's crazy. That's, you're crazy, ma'am. You know what you texted me. You crazy. I'm a promiscuous boy. <laughs> nah, let me stop. You know I love you. You know I love you. You know I love you. Um. words <laughs> i lost my train of thought oh yeah i got the feeling when i first interviewed at this place that the gm me and him are going to butt heads off rip and it's mainly the way i don't know if it's the language barrier because he has a very thick accent um so his first his first native language being spanish um i don't know if it's the language barrier but sometimes I'll ask him something, and he will give me one. Either one, he'll give me the answer. He'll give me a answer. It's not the answer to my question, but it's a answer. And I'm like, nigga, I, I, I still, I still need you to answer what the fuck I just and I'm like. But then it's too much of a headache for me to further explain it, and I'm just like, bro, what the fuck? You know what? Fuck it. Work. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And two, he micromanages like a motherfucker. Granted, we all just started. We all just started. Last week was our very first week of training, and this week is our first week of opening, which I feel like we should have had more training, but to each their own. As it is, I hate people that micromanage me. Because I feel like you feel like that I can't do my job. If I'm going to fuck up, let me fuck up. Because that's how I learn. That's that's how I better myself, better my skills. I can't do anything with you breathing down my neck. 
taking it. They're like, oh, we going fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. So the other day, me and him, I have a temper. I have no problem. I have no problem admitting that. I have a temper, and the, my temper is very short-fused, but within the years of experience, I've been able to manage it fairly well, if I do say so myself. My temper started with, it was, it was one day this week I was working. It was me and, like, three other-plus bartenders. And I'm like, okay, okay, gang, we here. And, um... I'm look. I'm. I told somebody about this. I'm scrolling up to find the tech to that scent. So then, you know what? Oh, let me scroll. There it is. There it is. So this man was bugging the entire bar staff the whole shift. Again, I get it. I understand. We're all new. We're all trying to learn how to do shit properly. I get it. So I started making some drinks. Okay, no, take that back. It started with us making drinks wrong. And then he's like, okay, I'm like, like I made something wrong. He, and he coming over to correct me. All right, cool. No problem with that. I appreciate the assistance. Then he persisted into saying that we're putting the wrong ingredients in the drinks. I'm telling you, me and the two other bartenders, we're following these drinks to the fucking tea, to the nines, the whole recipe. We're not leaving anything out. We're not over or under undershorting anybody. So... Real, like we're trying, we're trying to tell him. He's like, "Oh no, no, no! This is too much. It's too much." Then on the fly, tells us to change the recipe that's clearly wrote down because he thinks it's because he thinks the way we're doing it is wrong. To which then we responded, "No, we even made the drink in front of him." And it was like, "That's that's still too wrong. That's still too wrong." And I was like, "Motherfucker, look at look at the goddamn paper that you made. You made these recipes." If it's wrong, that's your fault. We not inside your head, Gango. The fuck you think we doing? You think I'm, I'm just Doctor Strange this shit? Nigga, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> then, it was the constant micromanaging that annoyed me the most. We He couldn't, he, he couldn't just sit down and allow us to fucking work. I'm talking about we had like at least a solid five tickets back to back to back to back. And then we're all, the three of us, we're rushing and we're trying to get the things done, trying to make sure everything is right. He just intervened, cut it up, and start like, just start taking over all of our shit. And like, how the, how am I supposed to learn if you're going to do my job for me? Does that math be math for y'all? Because it maths to me. One plus one equals two. The math be checking out to me. So, the icing on the cake for me that made me almost like lose my shit, I like 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 really call this motherfucker, like really snap at him. Toward the end of the shift, I'm cutting and I'm juicing limes because we need lime juice. Bartenders, people, y'all know we need more lime juice. 
And then he says it's tacky to have to have cut limes just sitting on a cut sheet by the bar counter and wanted me to move to a whole nother counter. To which I've told him there's nowhere to move. And I literally only have two more lines to cut. Shit you not. Grabs my cut sheet. Starts walking to the other counter. And by that time, I was ready to spin the fucking block. I was ready to... I was ready to empty the fucking clip because, nigga, why the fuck did you do that? I didn't have your... Ooh, I was... I was about to... I was like, you dirty... You dirty mother... Bro. You doing too much. It's too much. It's too much. That's what you do. You're doing too much. It's too much. It's too much. Talking about being rude, now, like to me that shows that's, that's that's no respect. Niggas get killed in my hood for doing that. Let's just let's just say that. We'll say that. I spin the block on your bitch ass, bitch ass nigga. Fuck out of my face. Fuck out of here, whore. <laughs> just call him random stuff that don't make no sense. <laughs> Fucking Kardashian. Fuck a Kardashian. What? Why your lips? Look, why your lips look like? Whoa! Pause, nigga. That sounded gay. That sounded gay. You can't start an insult with your lips. That's mad sus, my guy. Oh, but yeah. Call myself. I didn't say anything, and I just let it die down. I let it die, because you know why? It wasn't worth it. Me spinning the block wasn't worth it. So, <sighs> that's that's the little, the little shit that's been happening in my week. So, again, if he try me again, the motherfucker go get tried. We'll just say that. If he tried me again, motherfucker will get tried. I gotta, I'm pretty sure I got to go there in the morning. Either the morning or the evening. I know I'll work tomorrow for both jobs. But I'm very, I seem to be very confused as uh, as what time I work for each Let's get into some fucking topics. (laughs) 50 minutes in and we just hit into the topics. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a thick boy. Or maybe not. I might just cut it soon. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. I don't know if y'all knew this, but I'm a nasty man. I'm a nasty man. I have moments of shame than be making me so like I be doing some dumb shit and then when I realize I be doing dumb shit I be I be embarrassed there's this particular moment uh, this should probably this should probably be a story but fuck it this is a particular moment like I think about at least a couple times a month 
after the whole demon time situation and I started going back out into to the city, into the world as a single man again, and I started doing my motherfucking thing. I was loving it. But again, <laughs> if there was a way to tell somebody that you don't get bitches without telling somebody that you don't get bitches, this would be it. I went to this uh, little bar place thing. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. <laughs> I went to like this bar. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this shit is embarrassing as fuck. Because like, <laughs> you can tell me I don't get no bitches. And I couldn't be mad at you because it was true. <laughs> so I was at this bar. And I'm sitting like I'm, I dance for a little bit because dancing that's my thing. I like I like to hit a little little two step. Ain't no problem. I'm with it. And then I go downstairs. I go to sit down. <laughs> like I get bored when I'm sitting down. I get mad bored. So you know what I start doing? Like an inverted idiot, I pull out my phone and immediately started swiping on Tinder. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and swiping the swiping on Tinder wasn't the problem. The problem was where I was sitting, there was like a glass window, and the other side of the window had like this little patio area. And like on the patio area, there's some <laughs> on the other side of this window, there's some women. Looking at me swiping on Tinder. And they immediately shaking their head. One girl was shaking their head. Another one was just laughing hysterically. And I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> they don't, don't get no pictures. This is sad. I, can't, I gotta leave. I, got, I have to leave now. I have to leave. There's no. I can't recover from that. I can't. Luckily, there wasn't that many people there, but, like, I can't recover from that. Three girls just saw me swiping on Tinder. And I think, I think, personal opinion, the, re, the the black girl was the one who was shaking her head. I tend to swipe left on a lot of black women. Just a preference. I feel like I have to talk about this every episode I'm on, but I really do love black women. Black women, I love y'all, but y'all don't love me. That's 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 the problem. That that's the disconnect that we have. Most, actually, most of my exes been black. If you want, if you want to keep it a book, most of my exes been black. So take that as you will. Ain't no problem. With, ain't no problem with black love. Black love is the best love, baby. That's a nasty, that's a slimy maneuver. That's a slimy maneuver. So if you're a guy swiping on Tinder in public, guy, just stop. Because I promise you, there's a bitches looking at you and then automatically getting the thought, oh, this nigga's a lame. He don't get no bitches. And I just got to sit there with the I don't get no bitches face on my look. Look, oh, I said face on my look. Look on my face. You don't want that. You want the you want you want the women to think that you you pull, you shoot for half court and still make it. 
not I. I be I be missing layups. I be missing on the assist. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't fucking do it. All right, actually, yeah. I'm gonna get into uh let's let's get into some music and then we're gonna cut it here. So as promised. Jesse Reyes' second studio album, Yesy, has finally dropped down upon us. Now, going back to Jesse's first studio album, Before Love Came to Kill Us, Before Love Came to Kill Us was a true love ballad. I loved it. La Memoria, Roof, uh, fucking... I, I, those are the two songs I can directly identify off the top of my head. But, like, Before Love Came to Kill Us was a fucking masterpiece. And it was a fucking phenomenal uh, introduction to Jesse Reyes and the mainstream media. Um, Fucking phenomenal. Like, that, like, I remember the very first time I listened to that album, I cried. Uncontrollably. Because it was like she... She she said it in a perfect way, and I can't remember how she said it, but she makes people she makes music for people who 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 know a little bit know a little bit something about fucked up relationships or something. She makes music for hurt people. Um, so her second studio album, Yesy. Well, first let's let me in order to talk about Yesy. I have to give I have to preface before love came to kill us because I feel like a lot of these albums. I feel like a lot of albums in general, they typically have like a theme, message, and or story to them. Um, the story or theme of Before Love to Kill Us is that all love ends in death, whether it be the death of a relationship or the death of a loved one. And she goes through this album detailing the death of her relationship. The screaming, the fighting, the the, the nonsensical trust. And eventually caused them to break up. Yesy. Yesy is, it's it's weird. Okay, first of all, emotional. Just going by reactions, this album is fucking phenomenal. On a scale from one to ten, I rate it a solid nine because this is I listened to the album about two or three times through, and every time I listened to it. All the way through, I fucking cried. And there's certain songs that got me. And I'll talk about those. But, like, this was a truly powerful album. And I think it continues the story of heartbreak that was left off on Before Love Came to Kill Us. Now, depending on which way that you listen to this album can change the experience for you. Because I think if you listen to the album from the initial start, to the initial finish, it details this story of her, um, of basically turning her hate into love. Oh, to be more specific, turning her love to hate to back to love for another person. And then, if you listen to the album backwards, it's the other way around. So love, hate, love. Like she, she's still like. Let me explain. So, 
I'm gonna explain the backwards because I think that's how you're supposed to listen to this album. In the backwards form, she details certain. It's like certain songs kind of get confusing with the, with with this linear mode of thinking. Oh, my laptop is about to die. Okay, but they continues this linear mode of thinking. Some like some great songs from this album are forever. Featuring Black, that whole fucking slapped. Mutual Friend was a good one. Uh, Still See You was a great one that made me cry. I was crying like a bitch throughout this entire album. It's fucking phenomenal. Uh, like I'm running out of time because my laptop is about to die. So, guys, hope y'all enjoyed this episode. This was this was just a me spinning the block episode. I promise the next one is going to be a lot more organized, a lot more focused. Uh, I just need to spin the clip. That's what it was. <laughs> okay. As always, guys, y'all already know the fucking drill. Uh, go ahead, check out check out my socials if you if you haven't already. It's only poetic justice on Instagram at justice the poet. That's justice t h a poet on um uh, Twitter. And uh, nah, we gonna play one of these Jesse songs. Mutual. And Jesse Reyes. As I said, Justice the Poet at Twitter. And remember, guys, keep them thoughts out your bed and keep them in your mind. I'm going to have the beautiful Jesse Reyes take us out with her f- song, Mutual Friend, so we can cry together. Okay? Because if I got to cry, y'all got to cry too. That's only fair. Right? That math be math in y'all. Because it, 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 it maths to me. All right, Jesse, with your. Beautiful, fine, sexy Jesse. If you ever listen to this pod, please, I'm not fuck the fuck looking for the, for the man that you need. I'm the man that you need, Jesse. I'm him. Please take us out. Then step on my face. I love you. Come on, the kids miss you. A mutual friend said you've been calling and said that you're sorry and said that you wish we could talk. Well, guess what? You're about seven months late. A mutual friend don't know that you're too self-serving, but I do, and that's why your words don't mean shit. And guess what? This heartbreak morphed into hate. You should be grateful that I didn't hurt you back. If you die tomorrow, I don't think I'd cry. I gave you one too many nights. Don't care if it's town cold, it is what it is. And if you die tomorrow, I don't think I'd cry. I gave you one too many nights. Had front row tickets to all our events Every time that you played all your games Well, guess what? I got no hobbies these days And never again will I let you turn me 
back into a mess That girl's been on a cart in the milk And guess what, your karma's that you love me still And you should be grateful That I didn't hurt you back What if you Thank you. 